what you, what's our our conversation street topic today, Bridget? Oh, good question. ATS fun stuff. ATATs. We could talk about Star Wars. Is it ATAT or is it at ats? I have no idea what you're talking. about. Me either. <laughs> Hi, this is Zachary, so and you're listening to Star Wars <laughs> Corner. Uh, <laughs> do you know what that is? No. No. You don't know what we an just AT- said that. Like at all? Yeah, I don't know. Not Maybe. as. I mean, if, I, yeah. If you, if you had to guess, if I were to show you, at, you know, at. different, like, <laughs> different pictures of Star Wars things, could you pick out what an ATAT is? It's either a ship or a little robot that does things for you. No. Neither. See, no. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of, I mean, you're kind of close both ways, but it's like right down the middle is what you need. Tori, <laughs> you want to weigh in on this? Is it a robot that fixes your spaceship? No. no. That was a good guess. You said in the middle. That one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so. It's, is, it, it's, is it a spaceship that does things for you? No. Is it like Rosie on the Jetsons? No, you're you're getting closer. (laughs) Is it a big robot that does things for you? It's a big, yeah, it's like a big terrible four, you know, like the the big walker with the four robots? uh Yeah, it's an AT-AT. That's it. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might have to intro us, you know, I mean, like you left that part a little bit. Yeah, intro us. I know who we are. Come on. If they're not You listen, said like, this is Zachary. Know, do what? You said this is Zachary. Yeah, I'm the host of Star Wars Corner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you are listening to A Walk Across Texas State. I'm Bridget Sarbu, joined by Toy Graham and Zachary Webb. Hi again. Hey. All right. All right. So today we are joined by Marcus Everett who is the Group Talent Acquisition Manager at Enterprise Holdings. And Marcus talked with us all about recruiting for Enterprise, but also some strategies for your application process and good tips and tricks for resume. And more importantly, Marcus is a people person, and so it was very enjoyable to talk with him. And I think you're going to get some really great insight as you continue your job search. So here it is, and we hope you enjoy. Well, cool. Thanks for being here, Marcus. We're Woo. excited to chat with you today. Yeah. Yes, we are. So, okay. <laughs> you told us, I think, uh, what was it? Oh, Monday. Boy. You gave us a little bit of a preview that you had had a 10-year career in radio. And so we were just curious, would you be willing to give us your radio voice? No pressure. Why did, why did I regret saying that <laughs> as soon as I said it? You know, you got to clear the throat. It's very serious. <laughs> wait, wait. Can, can you give us like a really cool, like you are listening to a walk across Texas State. Ooh. So Ooh. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> Producer. That's why I'm paid the big bucks. Okay. Right all right. All right. <laughs> so, but I know the talent needs a good script. So what do you want me to say exactly? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, this is Marcus okay. Everett and you're listening Ooh. to a walk across Texas State. This is Marcus Everett and you're listening to a walk across Texas State. That was... Awesome. <laughs> I actually did some time on the on the student uh, uh, KTSW, actually. No way. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So were That's you a neat little organization. Yeah. Were, were you like a student employee or just a, like a volunteer? I was, uh, no, just a volunteer. Just a volunteer. Awesome. Um, I think I talked about all my radio experience too much and I, I probably turned them off, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was that guy. Wait, so you had the radio experience before 
like the KTSW experience? So this is actually relevant to what we're talking about today. I cool. was in radio. I started doing radio in high school, believe it or not, about two months before I graduated. Um, I grew up in South Texas on the border, and I went to uh, a, my senior year. I went to a magnet school, an arts, fine arts school, right? Um, you had to apply to get in, all that good stuff. So I decided to to pursue journalism and and radio. Um, so somehow, I by the time that that uh, school year was over. I finagled my way onto a radio station there locally as a 17 year old on a, a, a classic rock station of all things. Uh, but I was a big, I've always been a big music geek, so it made perfect sense. And I did that. I was in radio for 10 years uh, down in South Texas. And then I came up to Texas State to go to school the first time. It didn't take the first time um, because I was working full time in radio. Mm. And I worked for a couple different stations in the Austin market. And then one morning, we had a Friday morning meeting. And if you're the night guy and they call you in for Friday morning meeting, it's not a good thing, just I, you know, mm. generally speaking. Um, and they said, we're changing formats and everyone's being laid off. <gasps> so, yeah. Wow. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had already made uh. it to, through several um, like kind of ownership changes, if, if you will. Anyway, long story short, that's when I decided, you know what, that whole degree thing from Texas State, I should probably finish that off. Um, so I had made it through my sophomore year before I was like, I'm just, you know, I'm doing what I wanted to do. I wanted to do radio. Mm. And so I was like, I'm doing it. What do I need a degree for? And I found out that eh, probably degrees come in handy. Um, <laughs> so I came back and finished my degree and, um, ended up trying to figure out what the heck I was going to do. And I, for the, my last semester, uh, I basically lived in career services. No I mean, that's, that's the truth. I'm not just, I'm not saying that just for the <laughs> podcast. It, I like, I, I, I was, I was one of those guys who I figured like, Hey, if I don't get a job, I would sign up for any company basically. Um, not any, but you know, if there was a company on, on campus doing interviews, I would sign up and I probably did 10 or 12 interviews, um, in, in one of these rooms, as a matter of fact. And, um, I figured if I don't get a job, I'll at least figure out how the hell to interview. And so I, I got, I actually ended up with several job offers and I ended up going with enterprise. So that's awesome. Hey. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> that was 14 years ago, for those of you that are keeping track at home, <laughs> how old I am now. Mm. I'm doing the math. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm not. I'm really bad at math. <laughs> you can take your um. shoes off if you need to. <laughs> yes. Um, so the management trainee program. Yes. So, you know, I know you just said you got several offers, but why did you end up going with that particular role? So, you know, honestly, um, what really did it for me was part of our process, part of our whole consideration process, interview process is uh, what we call branch observation, where you go through the first couple of interviews. And then before you go to the final round of interviews, you spend an hour in one of our branches kind of observing um, and just interacting with the staff. And and I I just, as soon as I was there and the people, it was the people that were working there and uh, they weren't stuffy and they just talked to me like a normal person. Uh, you know, it was just, I felt comfortable. Um, and that's what did it was the people that, that the environment and the, the culture that I, that I felt like welcomed into right away, honestly. Um, so I said, I'm going to go with this and, and the opportunity, I'm not going to, the other part was the opportunity to make money. I mean, I didn't get rich when I started with enterprise, but, um, I'm definitely doing a lot better now. And, uh, that was what drew me in. That was, you know, between that, I was like, if I can have fun and I can make money, you know, so perfect. Yeah. Definite win-win there. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> nice. I'm here with you guys. It got look at right. full circle. <laughs> You've officially made yeah. it. Oh, I'm, I'm, big time. I'm going to put this on my resume. Just so you know. 
Okay. You, you should. Yeah, link to it or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, TikTok it or whatever the kids are doing now. <laughs> awesome. Well, we know this year is full of a lot of unprecedented events. And so we were wondering if you could kind of give us an overview on what hiring is looking like for for your organization right now or just even hiring in general in the state of COVID-19. So it's been interesting um, when this whole thing happened, and, and I'm going to speak for particularly for enterprise being in the travel industry. And it's, I think it's not a secret that the travel industry got hit pretty hard when this all started. Um, one thing, though, that we were lucky is that, um, you know, people always need vehicles. And that's one of the things, one of those actually one of the things that drew me into coming to work here was the stability of the transportation industry in, in general. But this was the first time that it, we were really rocked. Um, and we had some, some hard, you know, uh, April, May were some really rough months. Um, but by June, we started to come back um, and started making money again and that kind of stuff. So we're on the right track. So for, but there was a time where we weren't hiring at all. And that was a really, and a lot of companies are on that hiring freeze right now. Mm -hmm. um, and still to that point, now we are, we're, we're back in the, we're back in the game. Um, are we, are we, you know, in the same place we were before this? No, but who is really, um, it has definitely made hiring a, a challenge. And honestly, the biggest thing for us is just, we're such people, per, people, people, if you will. We're so used to being able to, to you know, get people in front of us and, 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 you know, look at someone eye to eye and that kind of stuff. And then, and like I said, the whole observation is part of our process. So we really had to rethink our whole process and doing stuff virtually like this now um, in the beginning was a little odd. But honestly, uh, I don't necessarily know that, you know, we, 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 who knows, right? But will we go back to the way we did it? I don't know for sure, but it definitely makes things a lot more flexible. Um, I will say that it has changed how we recruit in the sense that uh, specifically for our industry, you know, you have to really, uh, you always have to be a people person to begin with. And now even more so, because let's just be honest, everyone's a little bit more on edge these days um, and very cautious. So some, you know, we're looking for people at this point that are going to be okay with that. And that's not everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's just an interesting world uh, to, to be in right now uh, from a hiring perspective, as far as, how many is the, you know, we don't, there's so much uncertainty as far as what's going to happen two, three months from now. So, you know, we're always used to hiring for, for growth and profits and that kind of stuff. And now we're just kind of hiring, you know, incrementally as we continue to recover our business. So um, it's been, it's a, it's a challenge for some, for, for someone and like the recruiters on my team who always want to go, go, go and, and just hire, you know, the best as possible. And now we got to slow it down and kind of be a little bit more measured and, and be more selective about, you know, where we are and, and, and where we're looking. Um, so that it's just, it's hard, but it's interesting. And I think that at the end of the day, if, if, and well, not if, when we get back to normal, as they say, uh, I'm doing air quotes for all the <laughs> listeners. Um, I think we'll definitely, we'll not take things for granted. Um, you know, everyone always talks about, Oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy until you're not. And then you're like, Oh my God, I would just kill to be busy right now. Um, <laughs> So I think that that's, that's probably, we're all going to be happy to be really, really busy again. Yeah, for sure. Speaking from a recruiting perspective, are there specific skills that you think students are building right now, you know, as a result of virtual everything that will be, I guess, really important for them to have later on when things do get back to air quote normal? <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think the biggest thing for all of us is just figuring stuff out. And I, what I mean by that is, is we used to do things this way and we were also used to doing it, 
you know, X, Y, and Z way, but now it's like, are we doing it like, you know, a little bit of A, a little bit of, you know, C, a little bit of, you know, W or whatever it is, you know, I mean, we're just trying to have to figure out how to make things work in this environment. So I would say for students that are going through this right now is really thinking about the things, the adversity that they faced and, and what, it, what, what steps they take to make things work. Right. I mean, because when, especially for us, when you're running a business, I mean, you can't just say, well, it's too hard. We won't figure it out. No, we, we got to <laughs> continue to run a business and, and figure out how to make it work. And we had to change a lot of things in our operations pretty quick. And not just us, obviously, everybody, even mm-hmm. even here walking on campus, you know, you see like I've noticed in the, in the lobby that, the, you know, the couches are turned backwards so that nobody can sit, you know, too close to each other. Whoever thought of that? Hey, genius. Right. I mean, great idea. Like we could just take the thing out or we could just turn it around. So stuff like that. So I think that I always tell our employees in our internal interview process, like you can't wait till someone asks you to question, asks you the question to come up with the answer. And what I mean by that is that if you have a victory that, that you want to make sure that you're able to come back and talk about later, you got to write it down and we call it a brag book at enterprise. Mm. Um, and anytime you have a, a victory, go ahead and, and, and you know, log it. Um, or anytime you have adversity and, and that you overcome, or even if you don't overcome it and it was something that didn't end well, but you, you learned something from it, uh, bragging about it, you know, writing it down, recording it. So when you go back to think about all your victories, they're all in one neat little place. And I think we're all having a lot of victories in life in general right now, as we figure out how to live in the virtual world. That mm-hmm. sounds funny. <laughs> it does. That's such a good idea, especially for even interview preparation to mm-hmm. have a brag book that you can go and take a, a gander at just to kind of refresh yourself on when you were awesome. So you can tell other people about when you were awesome, you know? And and there's no excuse now too, right? In the sense that I, I have a running email that I always just send to myself. It's like, hey, something really quick that I thought of, hey, we did this today. This was the, you know, we had this goal, we hit this and I just pick up my phone really quickly. It takes you know, I tag on reply to that email and then tag another bullet point on there. And then as I use them or they're not relevant anymore, I fade them out. So yeah. it's, it's not that hard to, to do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know a topic that I receive a ton of questions about in student presentations would be applicant tracking systems, also known as ATS, <laughs> if you're not familiar with them. So I was wondering, can you tell us more about ATSs and how they are used in recruiting? So, you know, a long time ago in a land far, far away, it used to be, you know, paper applications and resumes and you have a stack and you go through them and you look at them. Um, I think that really the ATS just does a lot of, it's it's an information aggregator, if you will. so long story short, you see, you know, an applicant just sees, sees it on a website and they go in and you put in all your information and you, and you update, you know, upload your resume. And, you know, if you're ever wondering what happens when I hit submit, well, that's where it goes into that applicant tracking system. And on our end, it comes up in a neat little uh, list uh, for by each job and type of position. And then it's got all your information on there and there. it's totally customizable as to how we can look at it. But it makes it really cool for us because it's just like almost like browsing a website where I can click on the different tabs. And if I want to see someone's resume, there's their resume. If I want to see their application, there's their application. I want to see their contact information. It's in a separate place. Um, it also, and you know, this is uh, might be a blow some people's minds, but uh, it also allows us to contact multiple people at once, uh, send mass mm-hmm. emails, automated con- communication. Um, you know, I'll give you some, some real numbers here. Um, so for my team of recruiters, 
Uh, we handle, we staff about 75 locations in Central and West Texas. And last fiscal year, for a variety of positions, um, we got about 8,000 applicants. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a lot. Uh, so there's no way that we're going to be able to, you know, track every single thing every single time by ourselves. So we use technology and we use automated uh, messages to, to reach out to people. Um, I kind of, I have a feeling I know where this is going. And, you know, I tell, I always tell people, you know, when a computer is doing the work, the computer can't always, you know, figure out something that a, that a human being can. So my advice to students is make sure you take your time um, with those kind of things, like especially the application portion, because there's so many times where I get just an application that just has a name and a, and sometimes not even a phone number, but, uh, or a typoed phone number or whatever it might <laughs> be. And it's like, you know, everyone's in such a rush to get through it. And, you know, the ATS is great, but it, it's only as good as the information that's inputted into it. And that's where, you know, the applicants come in. So, uh, filling out an application is no time to rush, especially when we're using an applicant tracking system like that. It's going to aggregate the information for us. Mm-hmm. Does your ac- uh, applicant yeah, tracking system? That's why we say ATS, yeah, ATS. Right? yeah. Does your ATS, is it one of those that assigns a percentage to a person of how much their resume and, and I guess application documents match the job description? No, I, you know, I've seen that before and we, we don't have that option. We, we chose not to go to that option because mm-hmm. we're still looking at every applicant every single time. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. we, might, we might be able to mass identify and, and mass contact, uh, but we're still looking at your resume every single time. We're still looking at your application um, you know, and going off of that. So ultimately, at the end of the day, we're one of those companies that does things the right way. And what I mean by that is we're going to contact, we're going to attempt to contact, let's put it that way, everyone that, mm-hmm. that submits, uh, that's minimum, minimally qualified and submits an application. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that whether you get it or not, or you miss it, we're going to contact you, you know, at least, at least twice, you know, an email, a text message, a phone call, all of all of the above just depends on, you know, the, the particular uh, position, et cetera. Nice. Nice. Well, I think I've got one more question about ATSs anyways, but um, have you heard or seen anything on your end about particular formats kind of messing with ATS systems? Absolutely. Oh, please tell us. Tell us everything. So don't be, uh, I'm going to back you guys up and I swear if anyone's listening, they didn't pay me to say this, but um, (laughs) stick with, keep it simple like career services tells you to. Um, now there's exceptions if you're in graphic design or stuff like that, that's a different situation. But if you're just, you know, your average person applying for a job, don't get all fancy with the fonts. Don't get all fancy with the formats. And I've got this bar on the side and that, and I've got, uh, you know, this 10,000 links to click on and stuff like that, because ultimately the fancier it gets, the fancier your resume is in a formatting sense, the, the harder, uh, Mm. chance that the ATS is going to pull it in correctly. Um, I, I don't know why I'm not, you know, I didn't major in it. Uh, <laughs> but I do know that sometimes, you know, I, there's been so many times where we, we interview someone and when we, what we saw on, on the, uh, ATS versus their actual paper resume that they bring to the interview. It's like night and day, like, wow, this is what it was supposed to look like. Holy cow. This is, you know, that's, that's fancy, but I wish I'd kept it simple so I could have actually read it a little bit better. Um, but you know, keep it simple. I honestly, um, also for our eyes, 
ATS aside, um, you know, we look uh, at a lot of resumes. Uh, We just do. And I mean, you know, 8,000 of them, right? Uh, (laughs) So if, if, if it's not in one of those common formats where it's easy for us to, to kind of know where to go and where to look, um, you know, are we going to give it as much time as we give the next one? I, I don't, you know, who we're not, maybe, maybe not. It just depends. So one of the questions I did have is, you know, you said you had 8,000 applications. So if you're looking at many of those, and let's Mm -hmm. say they're an ideal resume, ideal cover letter, it follows the format, it looks good. What skills or traits are you really, can students be portraying in that document that will help them get to the next level? I think that, you know, most companies are going to be looking for kind of the, the soft skills, as they say. Um, and how do you convey that on a resume? It's really by, I mean, you got to using an expert like yourselves, you know, uh, the Office of Career Services to, to be able to brainstorm on what have I done and, and, and how can that be relevant to my resume? Um, you know, and we're always looking for people that have worked you know, in the people business and there's all kinds of ways that, that you can, that can manifest itself. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to necessarily have had a job that you were paid, but were you involved in a bunch of student orgs or uh, were you a student athlete or anything that shows like that, that teamwork also translates to people. Um, so we're, we're trained on what to look for um, and the skills that we can train, we can train everyone on, on how to run a business, right? And how to run our business, but we can't train. It's hard to really make someone that's not a people person, a people person. And it, it, normally it's pretty straightforward. Like I've, I, you know, someone who doesn't like people doesn't necessarily, <laughs> isn't involved in a whole bunch of organizations or didn't, didn't, you know, work as a, as a server or didn't work in, in mm. retail or things like that. Um, but we're also looking for leadership skills as well. I think everybody is, uh, you know, naturally this is a management training program that we hire for. So if someone's been, um, even if it's a volunteer event where they were, you know, had something to do with coordinating, uh, the event itself, or, uh, you know, if we're talking once again, going back to a student organization, they held a leadership role in there. Um, and it doesn't always have to be, I was the president, but I, you know, Hey, I was on, you know, on the, on the board or whatever it might be. Um, that's always kind of what we're looking for. And all, and then, then again, on the other side, we're also looking for just people who hustled and worked through college, right? Um, even if it's a part-time job and you took, you, you went, you went, you had a part-time job and, and you worked, you know, you were, you were a full-time student. That's, that's a, that's not easy. Yeah. Um, so those are the kind of things we're looking for specific skills. We're, you know, just to, to check the boxes here, you know, we're looking for, you know, customer, uh, any sort of customer uh, experience, customer service experience, if you will, uh, leadership, um, and really an outgoing personality. And that's where it's going to be like, Hey, you know, does a resume show that probably not. So we're more of get you on the phone and mm-hmm. talk to you and, and talk about a type of company. So along those lines, um, when they do get past the resume stage and uh-huh. they're in those next level interviews, you know, along with the energy and things like that, what else are you looking for students to portray or, you know, what are those really winning characteristics? I'll tell you right now that the, the biggest mistake that you can make, no matter where you're applying for a job and no matter how long you've, whether you're about to graduate or you've been, you know, you have 20 years of experience in, in your particular industry is research. Mm-hmm. that's, that's 
I mean, it's one of the first questions that we ask in our interviews. Tell me about the research you've done on our company. Um, and that right there can, can set the tone for the whole conversation. If, you know, we're, we're enterprise is a rental car company and I, I swear it's almost like a bingo card of, is this going to go well or not? But if they say, <laughs> oh yeah, y'all rent cars. You're like, okay, well that's in the title. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I say it jokingly, but it just really, and it's not because we want to say, gotcha, you didn't do the research. We're not going to hire you. Um, but we, you know, if you're genuinely excited and interested in something, you're gonna do, you're gonna, you know, spend five, 10, 15, you know, maybe 15 minutes turns into 30 minutes, turns into an hour, um, you know, learning more about it. Uh, we've all gone down those rabbit holes on all kinds of silly things on Wikipedia or YouTube or whatever it might be. And that's what we're looking for is people that have gone down that rabbit hole on our careers website. Mm -hmm. um, when, some, when someone says, you know, hey, I saw you guys were did this in the community, you know, three months ago or whatever. I'm like, wow, okay. This, you know, they, they spent the time and they're genuinely interested. Uh, can someone recover from that type of, like, I didn't do any research? Yeah, they can. Um, but we have a talk at the end of the interview. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I think you've got a lot of great skills that would translate well into this environment. And I, you know, I'm going to send you on to uh, the next round of interviews. But in, in all honesty, if you're going to have to, you know, really do some research on what this is about, or no one's going to really take you seriously from here going forward. So, you know, we're very straightforward with, with our, with our candidates that we interview in, in those type of scenarios. Uh, but that is definitely one thing, no matter, that's not an enterprise thing. That's a, you know, finding a job 101, make sure you know what <laughs> you're looking into. Um, do you want a job or do you want this job? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And I think that probably right now that's even like even better advice because I know that times are tough and people need work. I get that. But also, I mean, there is some value. In, there's a lots of value in taking care of yourself and trying to fit into the culture and, you know, find something that matches what you want. So I think that's solid. Well, thanks, Marcus. I think that's yeah. all the questions I have. And I, you know, I just think this is such a helpful topic and it's been a true joy to chat with you today because yeah. you are definitely a people person. I love it so much. Yes. Uh, I, play, I used to play one on the radio at least. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was great. Thank you guys so much for the invite. And it's, it's good. I can talk about this stuff all day. So I'm kind of like excited. Wow. <laughs> Time flies. That's right. A Walk Across Texas State is hosted by Bridget Sarbu and Tori Graham. Zachary Webb is our producer and editor. Music by Richard Hall. For free resources and additional information about our services, head over to careerservices.txstate.edu and follow us on social media at txstcareers. Don't forget to like and subscribe to hear new episodes every other Tuesday each semester. Thanks for listening and we will see you soon. 